What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Serious for God Leaders Podcast. I'm Tim Alford, National Director of Serious for God and Volunteer Youth Leader at the Source Church, Malvern. I'm Dustin Rubio, Youth Pastor of Swansea City Church and Regional Leader of Wales and Southwest Midlands. And this is a conversation designed to help youth leaders connect, think, and grow. Welcome back, everyone. It is uh, Serious for God Leadership Podcast time once again and today we are joined by the man the myth the legend ryan island welcome to the serious for god leadership podcast hello my good friends how are you doing <laughs> very very well great to have you here ryan come on tell us a little bit about yourself tell us a little bit about your uh your wh- where you're from where you're doing youth work your little journey in youth ministry tell us a little little something about that so i'm currently uh, 28 years old just turned and Fresh. feeling every day of it <laughs> uh so i am born and bred coventry uh, I am representing the CO Vizzle. That's right. <laughs> uh, so I've been I've been there my whole life. I've I've tried to escape a few times. Coventry's always draw me back. Uh, and myself and my wife Amy, who have been married for eighteen months now, um, we're really feeling like we've we've laid some roots in Coventry. So I've been doing youth work in in Coventry Elam Church for around six years now. I've been uh, I've done a gap year with Coventry Elam. I've served as a placement student. Uh, and I'm now the, the, the part-time youth worker, four days a week. But as anyone knows in church ministry, that four days a week very differently turns into a lot more hours. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right, Ryan. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to do an either or. I'm going to mm. ask you rapid fire questions mm. and you just gotcha. answer in, uh, instinctively. Ready? Here we go. Arsenal or Tottenham? Arsenal. Instagram or Snapchat? Snapchat. Holiday in the snow or sand? Sand. Greasy spoon or classy restaurant? Greasy spoon. Tim or Dustin? Tim. Yeah! <laughs> Sorry. I knew that was coming. <laughs> Jezebel or Delilah? Delilah. <laughs> Satan or Judas? <laughs> what? Judas. I don't know. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> yes. Yes. Good. All right. So, um, so youth church. Mm. Um, is there a difference between uh, a traditional youth group night or a youth club to youth church? And if so, what's the difference? Yeah, so um, I'd just be good for a, a bit of contact, uh, a bit of context, and where we're from. Uh, so Co- at Coventry Elim, we we tried like the traditional youth club night uh, for a few years, and that was that was a few years ago. So we tried it for a couple of years, uh, and that was like ping pong and pool tables and Xbox, uh, and then uh, and then like tuck sharp, all that sort of stuff. Mm. Uh, and then with a, a sort of God slot in there towards the end, which um, we aimed at non-Christians uh, and we aimed at uh, our, like a church youth group to then bring along their friends and advertise it to as a, a safe place to come along. Uh, so we tried that for a couple of years and, and it didn't really work for us in our context. Uh, but throughout all of this, uh, ever since I've been involved at Coventry Eden, we've had a, a youth service. So that means that um, we don't just take them out of the service like after worship uh, with the adults and that. And like, we, we do everything uh, from 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 games to to then worship, word, uh, prayer, and response uh, and ministry time. Um, uh, in uh, it was formerly formerly in a different building uh, in our church, and then it's it's moved, so we're now in the church, uh, and it's 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 a really great time. Actually, it's a really great time. So we've got leaders in there who are who are leading stuff. We've got young people who are who are peer leading stuff as well. So yeah, okay, fantastic. So you've described there the the, the difference between what we would call 
you know, a youth club and what we might call a youth church mm. or a youth congregation. And we could get all kind of theological about the terminology, but just let's just not bother and let's yep. just actually talk about what's important. Um, and uh, so, so, so you have a youth congregation which um, is connected to Coventry Elim, but it's is separate. It has its like as you described it. It's its own service, a youth congregation, which is away from the adult congregation. Um, what are the advantages of doing it that way? When, what are some of the challenges or that it creates or disadvantages of doing it that way, as opposed to let's say uh, being in with the adult congregation mm. for the sung worship and then going out for a specific Bible study or, or talk? Yeah. What are the benefits? What are the challenges? I so, so um, just a, f a few of the benefits. I think obviously everything could be tailored towards uh, young people. Uh, so everything from the style of worship. Uh, so I, like I'm a big fan of like Hillsong Young and Free and using like backing loops uh, and that sort of stuff within worship. Mm. Um, that maybe some of like the older folks in our congregation may not appreciate as much. Uh, so like we we love to use that sort of stuff. Obviously within when you're doing uh, talks uh, and preaches everything can be uh, focused towards what a young person is going through. Um, so obviously you can have all age family services where everything's applicable to, to everyone in the room. But I think the, the opportunity that you have with young people is you can really address yeah. uh, some real issues that they're going through. So, uh, and obviously we know they can, but say like, for, for instance, like bullying uh, and stuff like that, when we know adults can also go through that stuff in workplaces, but when often so many young people are experiencing these sort of issues, you can really look at them, uh, look at that topic uh, and really look at a biblical sense of how to uh, how to deal with it and, and and then get some fantastic ministry time through that mm. oh that's good um so how do you transition how would one group transition from a youth club into doing a youth church congregation or just a youth service mm. how do you transition from one into the other yeah, so um, well, we are in a, a, a small uh, tra transition ourselves. So we're we're transitioning actually from running our, our youth service on a uh, on a Sunday morning alongside the adult service to yeah. actually running it on a Friday night. Um, so one thing I'm doing is I'm taking young people with me to see how other people do it. Oh, that's good. Uh, so then it can be really led by young people and they can actually see, oh, well, I think that will work and I really love that idea. We don't do that. Let's do that. Um, and I think that is gonna. That's that's a really good way of doing it because then it's actually coming from young people and they can really like they can really lead it and take yeah. it on. Uh, and also, I think um, just the aiding in the transition uh, is is to take small steps. So is is maybe not just change everything overnight, which I think some things can be changed overnight. Um, but I know that sometimes actually just doing something a little bit different each week and just changing culture of of how you do things on a slow. Uh, on a slow scale can actually help because then you can look back after a period of time a year say and actually be like oh we've actually completely changed but because it's happened in a slow slow process then some people may not have even noticed it's going on so i know for a fact uh there's there's someone in a in a church uh, over in uh, in the west midlands who who's doing a youth church but then they're also running like an alpha alongside it type thing and just slowly changing like changing what they're doing a little bit so it's not just kids coming and playing pool and xbox is they're actually changing changing that to a degree but i guess it's important to say uh, as well that you might want to transition you might want to change but it doesn't have to be either or mm. it, ca it can be both you could you can have a a youth uh, church service congregation um which is for your kind of discipleship of, of christians but then have a youth club which is your kind of outreach and evangelism mm. arm of your youth ministry you know it doesn't have to be either or does it it can be both 
Um, so, so Ryan, let me ask you this then. So every week, week in, week out, running, you know, youth church services, how do you keep it fresh? How do you keep it so that the young people love it, they want to keep coming back, they're enjoying it, and, uh, you know, it, it doesn't get stale, mm. but it feels exciting for the young people to be there. How do you do that? So I think there's, there's probably a couple of key things. One is you've got to get the parents on board. And so if the parents appreciate and know what you're doing, then that'll give them like an impetus to, to really like press their children into coming as well. And that's so important. Can we, can we stick on that for a bit? Because mm. that's so important, isn't it? Like we, as youth workers, we, we love our young people. We care about them. And so often all of our energy and thought is towards the young people. But the parents are the gatekeepers, right? Yeah. They really are. Mm. And so how do you do that? T tell us how, how you get the parents on, on board and how you get the parents to see the value in yeah. what you're doing. So f for me, what I found difficult is that I'm often always with the young people when the parents are around in church. And so actually there's been a couple of times recently where I've got myself actually downstairs at the start of the service. So I'm seeing like parents and towards the end of the service, I'm going down and I'm seeing young people with their parents and saying, instead of just giving them a letter and saying, make sure you give that to your parents, I can then like address issues and that type of thing whilst I'm with, whilst I'm with like with both young person and parent. Um, so as uh, with the transition that we're going through from taking things from a Sunday to a Friday night, like I'm gonna be looking for parents to be picking up their kids at like 11 o'clock at night. And they're not going to do that if they're not brought into the vision and the idea of what we're trying to do. And so I think you've, you've really got to get people, uh, parents, knowing exactly why you're doing what you're doing. Because if a parent doesn't realise actually you're there to disciple their young person and to help them grow in their spirituality, but also they're there to enable, we're, like, we're there to enable parents to do that. Then they're not just going to, they're not going to buy into it as much as if actually they think, actually, I'm just going to give, give them my child for an hour and a half and I don't really care what goes on. So there's a, there's a real big difference, I feel like, between the two. Yeah, and just trust is such a huge thing, isn't it? That the parents would trust you mm. as, as a leader and as, as, as a team um, for largely the safety. Mm. that They, they, they want to know that um, they're going to a place and they're actually going to be safe there. They're not going to be able to just jump out the back door and <laughs> yeah. you know go down to down the pub but you've got your eye they, they want to know that all the child protection stuff and the health and safety stuff is sorted so like they trust that you're going to keep them safe um and and they trust that it's going to be good for them mm. um and particularly when you're working with kids from families where their parents aren't christians yeah if they can see the value of it in Definitely. their lives, then they begin to build trust in you. One of the things that we did when we launched this new uh, youth club, which is still in its infancy really here in, in Malvern, is we decided that we wanted to get um, T-shirts and lanyards, okay? Right. It sounds like a simple thing, but the reason we did that, the primary reason was not so we could all look super cool with our logo on a T-shirt. It was so that when the parents showed up, and dropped off their kids their first impression would be these guys know what they're doing yeah. Yeah. looks it's not a joke exactly yeah. and so anything you could do to build trust with the mm. parents is so important isn't it yeah definitely because yeah. i think like it definitely what i agree with what you said about the safety thing i think that's a parent's number one priority um yeah. whether that's right or wrong because i mean sometimes like i don't know i'm, I'm not a father but <laughs> one day hopefully i will be in jesus name uh, <laughs> and that um and i think it's like like would i be okay if my, if my child wasn't that safe but is actually going for it with jesus 
and it's it's really difficult. And obviously, we know it's probably a little bit different on a on a Sunday morning or a Friday night when they're just playing pool or something like that. But I think in a in a discipleship sense, is that parents parents do definitely want their kids to be safe as their number one priority. Um, uh, we are so with, within within Coventry Ealing, what we try and do is. Um, is recently what we've done is we've had a lot more parents meetings so we, we've kept the we've kept the parents behind after the second service because then parents aren't having to come back after like on a monday night or a tuesday night when mm. things are busy but after they, they just stay for 20 minutes extra with their kids we can relay loads of information yeah. uh, they know then what's going on uh, we try and send texts out regularly uh, and emails and letters and that sort of thing and i think like if you get the parents knowing what's going on because um, we try and pop in a few new things every now and then like me and myself and my wife do uh, a thing called open house initiative which is actually where we just have an open house for a night uh, like we have like so for a month we've just had it in february where on a thursday night kids can come from our, come, come to our house from six till ten cool. uh, in an evening and they can just come along they can they don't have to stay for all of it they don't have to stay yeah. for any of it they can come at eight o'clock and leave at ten they can come at six and leave at nine that type of thing and we just watch some films and play some games and have some food and that type of stuff yeah. um but it's really important that we relay that information off that it's happening, where it's happening, when it's happening, and also when it's not happening. Because if it's only on for a month, mm. like I've even had it now where parents are like, oh, is it on tonight? I'm like, no, it's, it's March now. <laughs> it's really good. Um, so you guys do your own meetings. You have your own youth service, uh, and you're doing you know, backing tracks, young and free. It's a fresh expression or you know, just, mm. uh, just driven for young people. Do you have any uh, challenges or any difficulties of when they end up being in an adult service? And they might not have any of those things. I know for us, we had a good percentage of our young people uh, a few years back that never been to church before. So their only church was our youth group. Mm. Our Friday night was a youth church for, for a lot of them. And they were used to it, you know, the spontaneousness and this freshness of it, the creativity of it. So when we started inviting them on a Sunday morning, it was just completely different for them yeah um do you did you have any challenges of anything like that any difficulties or 100 percent. yeah i think that's that's definitely a real challenge from uh from a 16 year old who who knows that they're going to come they're going to play a couple of games to start with uh the it, and like you say it will be a little bit spontaneous it'll be fun it'll be a bit crazy there may be some like cream coming out and getting someone getting pie faced or that type <laughs> of thing uh and then and then sitting there as a, a college age college age or uh, or 18 plus or whatever age people finish it's really difficult for them then to sit in a church service and do worship announcements word and then a little bit of worship at the end and, and to sit there for an hour and a half uh, sometimes even longer i know there's some churches that i i can't sit in their preaches because they're too long you know what i mean and and um and it is very very difficult so what we've actually done is um there's now for the past few years there's been a really good 16 to 18s ministry uh, in our church where they have a real good bit of feeding then from a weeknight and then they'll uh, they'll really concentrate on serving the church um, so they'll be involved in like meet and greet uh, and stuff like that and I'm not pioneering that I'm not I'm not involved in that really um, but it's a really good like a way of transitioning keeping young people involved in church and uh, and uh, and wanting to come because they feel like they're still part of it and they're not just then coming and sitting uh, and taking up a seat in church that's so good just the idea of getting young people serving mm. Uh, uh, and because aren't they brought up in a world where it's just consume, consume, Given. consume? Yeah. Um, and just to just to switch that um, to 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 serving, and doesn't that create ownership? Yeah, as well. Definitely, it's, it's something that they own. They're not just 
watch yeah and so really good stuff yeah Dustin you but within within what you were saying one of the one of the things that we're trialing with this new system of Friday night youth service um, is because uh, we we as a church we're, we're soon going to be in a theater full time for a year nice. um, and there's there's loads of seats and there's like a balcony section so the young people are going to have an area of that balcony yeah. we'll have like a youth wing where we'll all sit together yeah. so there'll still be that like element of community and we'll be involved together um, and, and, and to be honest we don't know what how an 11 year old is going to sit in that service but they're going to be with their friends and we're not going to be there like authoritarian like Shh, you can't talk there's a, a preacher going on type thing we're going to we're going to let them trial let them see how they got on with it there's lots of scope for us then to take say like the 11 to 13s or the 11 to 14s out if it's not really that applicable and we don't find them really involved in what's going on in the service and i think sometimes you've got to try like mm. just try it if it doesn't work it's okay yeah. Like it's not the worst thing in the world if you try something for three, three months, six months, a year, and you actually find, do you know what? It was really good. It was, yeah. a, it was a good effort. We give it everything we had, but it's not working. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um, one of the things I, I would say to listeners listening is um, something that I didn't do was communicate a lot with um, the senior pastor and and telling them what I was seeing. Of it's hard for us to get these guys. We done the things that we should be doing. You know, we get them in, you know, they're, they're responding to God. Things are happening on a Friday. Now we want to see them, you know, get into a, adult church. Um, and one of the things I wasn't doing is I just wasn't communicating of, of, look, this is what I'm seeing. And I'm doing it now. I'm starting to communicate mm. a lot more and just saying, look, this is what we're doing. And, and talking about even just guest speakers that you're getting so I can try to get, you know, a Pilavachi, a Tim, or, you know, we had Gavin Calver come out and everybody from – you know, the old ladies, you know, all the way down to young, you know, 11, 13, 14 year olds, you know, could engage with, with a speaker yeah. like that. Or you get in different ministries. I know we had a ministry. I forgot what they're called, um, but they brought dancers. They brought all this stuff. And it was and it was good. And and those were like those little wins of, of OK, they enjoying a service, you know, and then you could say, uh, you know, just to the pastor communicating, working together. And so I think it's important for youth workers to, you know, if you're having problems integrating your young people into into adult church is communicating because it's working together mm. and it's how do we get some of this stuff this fresh you know expressions and it's not as if we're going to go all out young and free on a sunday morning mm. but what can we do to help get them you know into into you know I- engaging in into the service because that's what it is that's just a picture of heaven is it's all ages it's all nations right. it's everybody and it's the thing of um even for me it's like you know, does part of me enjoy having all of these young people up there? I mean, it looks good for me. You know, it's successful, all this good stuff. But at the end of the day, fast forward a couple of years, and it's kind of like we we didn't successfully integrate them into church, you know. And when they go off to university, are these guys who have no church background, how are they going to adjust being in a church? So, you know, it starts with, mm. with that. Um, yeah, I don't know if that makes sense, but, but I think it's important that, you know, youth workers communicate with, with the yeah. senior pastor. I think one one of the well a, a couple of things. One of the things I was asked is when we we're looking at this whole new system that we're we're going to be trialing is 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 because Friday night will be their church. As long as we're we're making sure that they are being discipled at this moment, if they're not coming on Sunday, is that the worst thing? And I don't know how I sit on that. Like whether I answer yes, that is really bad if they don't come on Sundays, or no, actually it's okay as long as they're coming on Fridays. I'm still unsure where I really sit. 
But that's a question that you have to ask in your own context, I think. If like if you're discipling them on a Friday, like maybe they're just not ready for an adult service and pushing them into that environment may actually m- do more damage than good at this moment. And it may be just time to step back and, and say, actually, we'll, we'll try it again. Maybe when the young person's a little bit more mature, uh, whether that's the issue or, or whatever. But I think is if they're, if they're getting input, and if they're if they're being discipled in in whatever context that is, if that's a Friday night or a Sunday morning, then that's that's good anyway. I think anything extra then is is probably really good. Brilliant. So a couple, couple more questions just before we wrap this up, there, Ryan. Um, the first is this: we we know that some of the things we engage in, in in church, hopefully all of the things we engage in in church, we do because they're biblical. So we, we, we read Acts 2, we read Paul's letters to the churches, and we, um, and, and we see Jesus with his disciples, and we see things happening like uh, singing songs of praise and adoration and worship to God. We see uh, breaking of bread. We see preaching of the word. We see building of relationship. We even see financial giving. So these things are ancient yet biblical, which is why we still do them. Mm. So my question to you is this. In a youth service, youth church uh, context how do you engage young people in those ancient and biblical practices in a current and relevant way right so maybe maybe i'm asking for specifics of like mm. creative prayer or creative worship or how you do your preaching or you know how do you do those things kind of creatively that engages them yeah so we we're we've got a real culture of like exploration so say for example for for like song worship uh, and singing praises to god um like I, I myself, I love singing, and like I will go around Tesco's singing, and Amy hates it because I'm really embarrassing. But like that's one way in which I really, I really worship God. Um, and so for me, I see um, it, it may be easier for me to put this ownership on how great like worship is for young people. So I just want young people to explore how how they worship. For just using worship for an example, so some of them may not want to sing, and that's okay that's okay sometimes because there may not be some singers and I think like there's probably some really spiritual people in, in the adult congregation that don't sing but actually they're because they're, they may be a prayer warrior or they may be like really servant hearted in a way but singing just isn't their thing and whether that's right or wrong I don't know but we, we try and get them to explore so we'll do like we'll do soaking exercises and we'll get um, we, we recently did where uh, we've got young people just reading the Bible and then saying out like speaking out words that actually really spoke to them and seeing if that responded with anyone else mm. and i think you got these real be- like biblical principles in um and sometimes you just need to do them as well like you just need to keep pressing on with, with what you're doing so we like sometimes it can feel like coventry and youth are really like apathetic in in some of the stuff they, that, that they do um but we keep pressing on with, with new stuff sometimes and some stuff with times with old stuff um and you just keep pressing on and pressing on mm. i think you see you see cultures change the fact that you just keep pursuing things yeah so pursuing the things of god so um like w- we don't do communion communion that often um uh, and maybe we should do it more and and for example like we will say that like if you're not a christian that's okay uh you don't have to like take the take the emblems uh, uh and you and it's okay it's like a personal thing but then all of them go and do it and <laughs> I, I know not all of them are christians if you know what i mean because i think sometimes it, it it's a little bit warped and like one person does it and then two people do it and everyone thinks they have to do it and that type of thing so I think sometimes like we don't do everything right and I know that um Mm. and yeah 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 it's good um I mean we can keep talking about this 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 topic is really good um but if there was one thing one last question if there was one thing 
that you that you would say is important for someone that's that's uh, doing youth church, mm-hmm. youth service, youth congregation, whatever? Um, what would that one thing be? So, and and this is something I've re- really recently figured out, and something that I'm out working as of this 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 week, really, in th- these next few weeks, is that I'm just going to see what other people are doing, mm-hmm. because I, I have. Uh, I, I've been in two churches my my whole life, and I've I've only, I've only been in church for like seven years. And one I was in for six months whilst I was in a different country. I came back to the UK and I was involved in Coventry Elim ever since. And so I only know what Coventry Elim do, and I only know what Coventry Elim youth have ever done. And that's and it, it, so my view is really narrow of what we do. So I'm going down to see uh, the group down in Gloucester because I've seen what they're doing and it's fantastic. I'm seeing what non Elim churches are doing. So we're going down to see, see a church in. Uh, in, in in Buckinghamshire in a few weeks' time and that type of thing because there's got some really guys doing some fantastic stuff and actually we can learn from from each other and sometimes you need to see it with your own eyes. So we've got f- I've got a few Friday nights planned out with some guys. So I'm taking young people and then meet other leaders there and that. Um, and because I think it's like it's great to share ideas and see what other people are doing yeah. and seeing what other people are doing really well as well and yeah. getting some ideas. So there's some great stuff coming out from what you're saying. I, I, I'm picking up three things from what you're saying. There's creativity. Uh, exploration and collaboration mm. are, are three themes that are really coming out and, and how you make this thing this youth church youth congregation youth service work so Ryan uh, thank you so much for joining My us pleasure. on the Serious for God Leadership podcast today thanks for sharing from your experience uh, thanks for being honest uh, and vulnerable thanks for telling us that sometimes things are great and sometimes things really aren't great because that is the experience of every listener involved in youth ministry certainly mine certainly Dustin's Uh, So thank you so much for joining us today, Ryan. Thank you. Thanks, everybody, for listening to the Serious for God Leadership podcast. We want to make sure that this podcast is tackling the issues that affect you in youth ministry. So email us, info at seriousforgod.co.uk, and tell us what you want us to talk about. And please remember to subscribe through iTunes or however you get your podcast. And stay in touch with Serious for God on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Periscope, we're Serious for God. Instagram, Serious for God, Elim. And YouTube, Serious for God, UK. See you next time.